Fudgers, and welcome to episode 66 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Andy. We're also joined by George. George trips us. Hi. How is everyone doing? Yeah, we're, we're doing okay. This is a little bit different. Um, when we last recorded, which was about 11 months ago, we would get together in person and record, but we're trying something new. I'm sure you all have noticed we have not put out an episode in almost a year, and that's because... A, a giant pandemic's been going on, so we haven't been able to get together. And B, it took Andy 11 months to buy a microphone, and uh, he still got kind of a mediocre one. So. <laughs> it's, true. it's not like he was saving up for something nice. He just bought like the cheapest thing you can find on Amazon. So I apologize. I apologize if the audio quality is not up to snuff, uh, but we are doing this remotely for the very first time and Andy is using a call center microphone that has no official <laughs> no official brand name that he purchased on Amazon. Actually so, a series of tin cans and a string. That sounds about right. We're going to do our best to get through this and hopefully it'll be fun and entertaining. It will be fun and entertaining one way or the other. Yeah, for sure it will be. Have you guys been missing doing Mind Fudge? I've, I've missed it over the last I think year. I just missed uh, hearing Andy scream in my right ear all the time. I definitely missed that. Yeah, this really does lack the uh, personal touch of me harassing George. That's true. I'm sure you'll still find a way to harass me in some kind of other way. No. We can always hope. No? Okay. Well, there you go. This episode is being recorded on Sunday the 10th but it will be released on the 13th most likely, which if you have been keeping track of mind fudge for its duration, you would know that that is our official four year anniversary. Wow. Yay. So we've, that means I've known Andy for four years now. <laughs> that means I've had a Twitter we've been, for four years. It does. It does. <laughs> a lot. Four years of nonsense. <laughs> That's what it means. The best. Not so we have achieved nothing in four years is basically what we're saying. Well, we've we've actually been really slow on our output. I mean, we've, this is episode sixty six, I believe. Uh, sixty six episodes in four years does not seem like a lot. Like we did a whole bunch in the beginning, and then life just kept getting in the way. But you know, where we were when we started this versus where we are now, I think we're all in much better places. Well, like I said, there are much time. different places for sure. Much different places. I mean, despite the pandemic going on this year and interfering with it, life in general has been pretty good for all of us. Except for Andy, and nothing's ever good for Andy. This is true. I don't know about that. I, I think Andy's doing fairly well for himself. He's just uh, <laughs> is he? <laughs> he's just a total misanthrope, and, and that'll never change. <laughs> this is accurate. All right. Well, that leads us right into our theme for this episode. Uh, so as you know, we, we typically pick a new theme every week. We rotate who chooses it, and then we try to fit all of our little quirky segments to fit our theme. But since it's been such a long time since we've done this and since we have so much to catch up on from the last year, the theme for this episode is just going to be 2020. There's a lot to cover. So, uh, Oh, man. Did shit happen in 2020? It has been a very eventful year. All right. Let's move into Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question number one. George, what is the best thing that has happened to you personally in 2020? I didn't get COVID, nor did I, uh, you know, get furloughed or anything at work. So that's that was pretty awesome. And good. I also celebrated my first year anniversary with my wife. 
So that was great. Congratulations. Aww. That's that's not nearly as important as the four year anniversary of Mind Fudge, but no, no, it's pretty it, close. It, it, pale, it pales in comparison. <laughs> let's just let's just be honest. Uh, what about you, Andy? What is the best thing that has happened to you personally in 2020? Well, I bought a house again. Woo! Again, you got a you got a really really nice house actually because I, I saw pictures when you first bought it. Uh, it's very very nice. It's basically a castle. Yeah. I mean, he's not lying. It's a very nice house. Do you, do you uh, have a moat? Because going off of your uh, map here, it looks like you live where a body of water would be, and you must have a moat. Uh, I actually do have several moats, and I want to expand them, but they get mad at me. It's not part of your HOA, huh? Yeah. <laughs> HOA is against <laughs> expansion of the moats, huh? Yeah. They, uh, they don't care for it. Have you hired a knight to patrol your moat? <laughs> I was thinking about it, but it's so hard to find someone that sticks to the code of chivalry. <laughs> well, you would know. Yeah, because he, he's a staunch feminist. That's right. He's very chivalrous as a staunch feminist. <laughs> Huzzah! All right. Well, as for me, the best thing that happened to me personally in 2020 is I got married. Again. And wow. uh, much, much better choice this time. <laughs> You know, in 2019, George got married, and he said that was the best thing in his year. I, I created a trend is basically what I'm saying. So next year, when we do this episode, Justin's best thing would be a year anniversary at that point. And I would have to come up with something new and create a new trend. So will Andy have to get married again? Is that what, is that what you're saying, George? Uh, this, yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. I create a trend, and it just all trickles down. Got to find me a nice man to get stuff done around the house. Find your knight, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Princess Sophia now? Yeah, you can fully adopt your princess persona. No, thanks. No? No. <laughs> no. Well, let's move on then. Question number two. George, what is the worst thing that happened to you personally in 2020? Oh, man. Uh, the amount of work that I had to do and not seeing my wife as often. Because uh, it's been – I work at a hospital, for listeners who don't know that. And uh, since the pandemic hit back in February, I've been doing like double shifts at work every day now <laughs> and, it still, and it still hasn't stopped uh, until like christmas it, it kind of slowed down after christmas but you know doing 12 13 hour days you know five days a week sucks yeah i still don't understand why you have to be in the office for a lot of that because you do audio and video type stuff i would think you'd be able to do a lot of it from home yeah so like we uh when the hospital like kind of shut down for the pandemic basically we were a new service for all the hospital to communicate with other departments who are no longer meeting with each other. So they needed us there to operate the studio to, so they can use the facility and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. So we were like burning the candle on both ends on that part and we still are. So, <laughs> well, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's work. Like I said, one of the best things about 2020 is the idea that I was so busy. I didn't have to worry about work. Yeah, that is true. There's but on of- the opposite end, I was burnt out because I was so busy working at work. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hard year for a lot of people. I, I know tons of people that are out of work right now. So even having yeah, a job so, is a good thing. Yeah, point. so do I. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I, my heart goes out to those people. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Andy? What's the worst thing that happened to you personally in 2020? Uh, well, like George, I was at work way too much, about 3,800 hours. Wow. That's yeah. too much. 
Yeah. Was that in one day? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was. It was like Groundhog Day, except worse somehow. <laughs> it's just the same thing over and over again. And he watched Palm Springs, and he's like, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Palm Springs, Andy? No. Oh, man. No. He's I was just laughing impressed. and pretending like he knows what we're talking about. Oh, okay. I was like, man, yeah. that was a great movie. I'm, I'm surprised he saw something that I really liked in 2020. I actually watched a movie that came out in 2020 in 2020. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But the better question here, Andy, is did you watch Back to the Future 1 and 2 yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's only had, what, four years to do it? And only four years to do it, and he still hasn't done it. Yeah. Someday it will happen. I promise. <laughs> it seems unlikely. <laughs> Even if it's Clockwork Orange style, it's going to happen one day. <laughs> We're going to have to tie him to a chair and like hold his eyes open. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've force him to watch. That. Force him to watch a classic. Oh, you have seen Clockwork Orange. All right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful movie. I don't know. If wonderful is the adjective I'd use, but yeah, it's a good movie. It's an instant classic. It is a classic. It's a masterpiece. It's a quality it, it, film. It is. It's it's not a feel good time. No, just put it that way. no yeah, it's not it's a feel good movie. No, oh, it, it wasn't for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about the same movie? Maybe, maybe we are. I'm for, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, the worst thing that happened to me personally in 2020 is that I was actually kind of affected by all the stuff that was going on. I ended up losing a couple of people that were really important to me this year. My friend James died from pneumonia and some heart complications. Another friend died specifically because of COVID and uh, my father-in-law died from a heart attack. So I've, I've lost quite a few people this year, which is, is really unfortunate. Yeah. That sucks, man. My condolences. Thank you. It's, it's been hard. It's been hard. I mean, much of the year was good for me because like uh, George said, I had a job and I was fortunate enough to be able to work from home for most of the year. Um, I haven't really had to go into the office. I've had stability because I haven't been having to pay to go to the office and waste a ton of money in gas. I've been able to save money and like a lot of things were going my way, but just losing people is pretty much the worst thing that can happen. And not to bring the show down, <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did lose people, so that's definitely sad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, back to the last. Oh. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> question number three, George. What are you looking forward to most in 2021? Uh, so the thing I was looking forward th- forward to the most already kind of happened for me. I am uh, officially vaccinated, so all thumbs up. On, yeah, all thumbs up on my part, and uh, hopefully I can get all my family and friends on that boat too. And that will be the next thing I look forward to. Hopefully we can all get together before the end of the year and do this in person. Yeah. Like uh, Catherine and I have been talking about whenever uh, we can have people over again, well, it's just going to have a every holiday holiday party. That'll be fun. Yeah. For all the holidays that we missed in 2020, we'll just do it all in one party. I've already got a bunch of white elephant presents lined up, so we're good to go. <laughs> I've had all year to look at stuff and find ridiculous things to purchase. So. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Andy? What are you looking forward to most in 2021? Thanksgiving. My seniority is finally high enough that I was actually able to take off a major holiday. Okay. Wow. 
I mean, that's a long way Small away, victories. but I guess that's something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really small victory, my friend. Well, when you work as much as I do, every day is kind of the same. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, as for me, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to returning to some sense of normalcy. Uh, I want to get the vaccine as soon as I possibly can and then you know, be able to actually hang out with my friends and podcast in person and things like that. That'll be nice. But uh, I don't know for sure if that will actually happen. You mean after Bill Gates tracks you down? I'm not so worried about Bill Gates tracking me down. <laughs> <laughs> the microchip, George, they can oh, find you now. that's right. I forgot. That He'll probably just were, try I, to give I, you a Zoom. I forgot that was a thing people were freaking out about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've heard some of the weirdest shit about the vaccine that you won't believe. So I don't believe any of it, but I, I know people are saying that sort of thing all over the place. Yeah, I don't know how the vaccine and 5G wireless are connected somehow, but somehow to some people Have you seen the memes where people are like, I got the vaccine, now I can generate my own 5G, and they're like standing there with their mouth open with the bars coming out? (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't seen that, but that's pretty awesome. I don't know how they're connected either, but we'll see. (laughs) Uh, So I think that pretty much does it for Mind Melters. Let's move on to this year's casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. George, does, who are, does the year 2020 count? <laughs> sure it does. Sure it does. Who are you? The year of 2020, George. Uh, I mean, fucking throw a rock and you can fucking hit hit something <laughs> for a casserole in 2020, right? I kind of figured we were all going to have about 15 to talk about here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anywhere between the Karens in the universe and the fucking idiots in the grocery store who don't know how to put a fucking mask on. Any just anything and everyone in between is my casserole for 2020. Yeah, so nobody else right. specifically, just them, right? Everyone, everyone, and everything of 2020 is my casserole. Okay, I'll agree. That with seems that. like the easy answer, but let's move on. Andy, uh, <laughs> who is your casserole for 2020? Uh, as George was saying, everything sucks and we're all going to die. So, yeah. So, is there anyone or anything, any sect of 2020 specifically, Andy? Uh, it would have been nice to have not been at work for 3,800 hours. Yeah. I'm going to get a lot of mileage out of yeah. <laughs> A lot of mileage out of your 3,800 hours. <laughs> That's not counting the 200 hours of vacation or the 110 hours of sick time that I had to take at the end of the year because some jackass decided that he needed to, like, sit in my lap at work, basically. That's weird. And then got COVID that afternoon. Wow. So COVID precautions at your place are just way out the window, huh? Oh, yeah. Again, yeah. those are part of those are part of my idiots in my group, the, my casserole, who don't understand the idea of COVID-19. In summation for Andy, it's fuck COVID and fuck that guy who tried to sit in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> that guy specifically, who's never will listen to the show, I hope. Probably not, no. Okay. Probably not. All right. Well, as usual, I have lots and lots of casseroles <laughs> and mine are a little more specific than just everybody. <laughs> Is it driving and the Houston rodeo and traffic? Uh, well, yeah, that was going to be. But then the rodeo was one of the first things that actually got shut down. And everybody in yeah, Houston they, was they like, closed that shit down real quick. Everybody in Houston was like up in arms. Like, how could they do this? And I was sitting here secretly like, yes, 
Finally, no rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> just like doing like the fucking arm down. Like, I was, yes. man. I was too yes. happy they canceled the goddamn rodeo. I hate that thing. Ugh. It's the small victories in life you got to take, Justin. It, it was. It was, especially back then, because I didn't realize that I was going into quarantine for nine months, you know, at that time. <laughs> I don't think uh, anyone knew, understood or really wanted to care to think about it at that time. I mean, I was I was still planning on driving to work every day and, and the stupid rodeo affected my commute adding an hour to it every single night. So getting rid of it was a good thing in my opinion. Uh, but some more specific things, uh, LG, the company, the life is good company. Yes, they are terrible. Uh, we bought a portable air conditioning unit for our bedroom back in August of last year. Uh And it stopped, it stopped working like three months after we bought it. And so it was still blowing air, but it wouldn't blow cold air. So I called LG and it was still under warranty. And I was like, I need to get a replacement. They were like, we don't do replacements until we've had a technician come out, certify that it's actually malfunctioning. So we said, okay, we'll send somebody. So they sent a guy. He took one look at it and goes, I don't work on these kinds of machines and left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, at least he's honest. He was like, yeah, I don't know how to do this. Sorry, I'm out. Uh, so I call LG back and I'm like, well, this is what he said. Can you send somebody that does work on these? And they're like, yeah, sure. We'll get somebody. They send somebody else a few days later. That guy gets there and he's like, uh, I don't really know how to work on these machines either. And he left. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? So I call him back and I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, Does LG actually please? own this product or model? <laughs> they kept sending like third party air conditioner repair guys out to look at it. But they're people that are in their network, supposedly. Mm. So uh, and they, they say they have sent somebody else. So they send another guy. This guy comes and he's like. Uh, yeah, I can fix it. I'm going to have to take it with me, though. I can't work on it here. I don't have all the stuff. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. I don't care. He, he signed a little receipt for me and took it. And so like a week and a half. Again. No, a week and a half goes by, and he finally brings it back. And he's done absolutely nothing. He said he fixed it. He said he got replacement parts. Uh, I had to wait for him to get replacement parts. But it's still doing exactly the same thing. It won't blow cold air. It just blows air. So I call LG. I tell them again, and they're like, well, we still haven't had a technician certify that it's not working, so we're going to send another tech. So then they send me the same fucking guy from the first time that came, and he's like, I already told you, I don't work on these. <laughs> so <laughs> I call them back, and I'm like, this is absurd. Again, they say, I'm sorry, sir. It's our policy. We cannot replace it for you until somebody certifies that it is not working. And I said, okay, well you can send somebody, but make sure they're not from this company, this company, this company, or this company. Cause they've all been out. They've all looked at it. They've all, you know, said they don't work on it or they tried to work on it and did nothing. So they finally send one other guy. He looks at it. He's at my house for like an hour, not wearing a mask. And I was just like standing as far away from him as, as I could. He's like, why are you standing so far away? <laughs> Motherfucker, put a mask on. You're in my house. Uh-huh. He's like, I, I can't leave until I see that it's uh, until I see what's broken with it. So he kept trying things over and over again. He said, I think I figured out that it's the thermostat that's inside the, the front part of this that needs to be replaced. I can order it, have it in a few weeks and then fix it. So I said, OK, two weeks goes by. He calls me back. He said he finally has the part. He'll be out the next day to fix it. Doesn't show up. Another week goes by. Doesn't show up. I keep calling, keep calling. Finally, I've had enough. I call LG. I'm like screaming at the poor lady on the other end of the line because I'm so frustrated. Every time I call them, I have to wait on hold for like an hour before I can talk to somebody because their call center is down because of COVID. Finally, get a hold of the, the Indian supervisor for the call center. 
And he's like, let, let me transfer you to somebody in America. So he transferred me to somebody in America. <laughs> and that guy's like, oh, my God, it sounds like a fiasco. I'm so sorry. Uh, we don't have any of those in stock. We can't get you a replacement. We don't make them anymore. I'll send you uh, a refund for it if you want. Great. That's fine. So he sends me an email. He says, you need to print this out, fill out the paperwork, attach the sticker to it, send it back. We'll send you a check. So I do that. I print it out, sign it, attach the sticker from the thing, mail it to him. They're supposed to send me a check for like 460 bucks or whatever it was. Almost a month goes by, and then the check finally shows up. They told me it was going out the next Friday. whole month goes by. Check shows up. Check is for $112. <laughs> is, not, is that not what the thing cost? It was supposed to be 460 something. It was $112. So I call and I call and I call and I call. And after about 35 phone calls, I finally get a hold of the right department. And they're like, we're not sure what happened. Let's try to figure this out. I emailed them. I tweeted at them. I harassed them on Facebook. Finally, something worked. And and the same guy from before called me back. And he's like, I'm not really sure what happened, but go ahead and cash the check we sent you. And we'll send you one for the difference. And I'm like, I'm not cashing this check until I get the full amount because <laughs> you guys will fuck me over. So finally, like two months later, the second part of the payment showed up and I was able to get a refund for the air conditioner unit. But I will never, ever, ever, ever purchase another LG product because of what a fiasco it is to try to get them to repair <laughs> or refund anything. Yeah. Now, I ha- I have another question. You do you have central AC. Why do you need a portable AC in your bedroom? Because my central AC unit is 13 years old and it doesn't work all that well. It works well enough to keep the house about 75, 76 degrees most of the year. At the hottest time in like August, September, it can't really get below like 80. Um, It's just, it's old. It's not really strong enough to cool the whole house. So I want a unit in my bedroom so that at nighttime I can get it down to like 50 and actually sleep. Oh my. (laughs) I can't sleep unless it's cold. So. All right. I, I was just curious. That's all. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I like it to be cold all the time anyways, and I spend most of my time in my bedroom. So once I got my refund, I bought a window unit, and now I have a huge-ass window unit in my room, and now it actually works great. And that one's a Frigidaire, so I really can't complain about <laughs> it. <laughs> but fuck LG. As bad as COVID is, as bad as the anti-maskers are, as bad as everything is, LG was the LG biggest casserole LG is the worst. For, for sure. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of other casseroles I have. Anti-maskers are a big one. I hate going to the grocery store and seeing idiots walking around without them. Uh, for Christmas, we went and visited my parents in Midland. And uh, we went to an HEB in Big Spring. And I would say only about 5% of the people in the HEB were wearing masks. There's no mask required ordinance in West Texas. It's just like recommended. Nice. It's a statewide requirement. Well, it's not enforced there. At all. Yeah. You know, I went to the HEB in Midland as well, and it was maybe 10 to 15% were wearing masks, but it was really frustrating for me because I've done almost everything I could possibly do to avoid getting COVID and, uh, you know, having to go to the grocery store. It was frustrating seeing that many people that just didn't give a shit having to, <laughs> having to like try to find an aisle that nobody was in. So I could actually go down it <laughs> without coming in proximity to somebody without a mask was really annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is yeah, I can it is what it is. I, I just think there's so many idiots in Texas, especially. I mean, even when the first wave was going on, all those people that went to Galveston for spring break and you saw all these morons having parties and you know, even on my Facebook feed, I see so many people just get doing family get togethers and stuff, and it's just it, it blows my mind. It's not just Texas, man. It's everywhere. Every, there's idiots everywhere. I, I know there's idiots everywhere, but I swear there's a bigger 
accumulation of them here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just more in their proximity as the problem. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. But it's frustrating, undoubtedly. And then my last two casseroles is that the week before I went to Midland, I was at Whataburger and I was waiting in line uh, in the drive-thru, which is, it's kind of a narrow parking lot. So the line wraps around the entire building. So this guy backs into me from the parking spot, into my car from the parking spot. And I, you know, I stop, I turn my car off, I get out and I go and look and it's, it's minimal damage. Like he just dinged my bumper basically. And he's this uh, like older Pakistani gentleman. He was wearing like a, a suit and tie. He gets out and he's like, I didn't do that. I didn't hit you. I didn't touch you. Nope, I didn't do that. And I was like, I mean, clearly, clearly did. did. Like, and then the manager's <laughs> like, can you guys move so the drive through can go through? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. He said, okay. So he pulled back into a space. I pulled up into a space perpendicular to him. And as soon as I pulled into that space and parked my car and got out, he backed out of the space he was in drove past me waving and then just fucking left the parking lot. <laughs> this is your problem now. Deal with it. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed off. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and then New Year's Eve, uh, Erica was on her way to turn in our marriage certificate and she was parked at a stop sign getting ready to turn. And this big expedition plowed into the back of her. And like almost knocked her into the middle of the street. And then it was pouring down rain. The guy tried to back up and then take off. But after he backed up and tried to go, his wheels started spinning. He lost control of the car and ended up in the ditch. And oh, he, his wheels got stuck in the mud, so he couldn't get out. So uh, <laughs> I had to go up there and help her. And, you know, the police came and everything. Turns out the guy didn't have a license, didn't have insurance. He was driving a friend's car. Uh, luckily, the car does have insurance. So we're still trying to get all that sorted out and get her car repaired and stuff. But like. I don't know what the fuck it was in the last two weeks of the year. People just hitting us. Oh man. That's crazy. Even last night, uh, Erica and I went out to dinner and we were on our way home and I was parked at a a stoplight waiting to turn left. And this truck came flying up on me, stopped mere inches from my bumper. And then right before the light turned green, he ran into me into your car. Yeah. He ran into me. Like, I think he just took his foot off the brake. It wasn't hard enough to do any damage. I can't see any new damage on the car at all. So we just let it go. But like, I swear to God, I'm just attracting people for running into me. Yeah. No shit, dude. Just don't leave your house. Just yeah. stay home. <laughs> I, I swear, man, it's, it's ridiculous. Clearly you're a bad luck with driving now. You know, I've been in a shitload of accidents and not a single one has ever been my fault. <laughs> I'm a very good driver. It's just all these idiots, especially in Houston. You know, I've only been in so many bad drivers. I've in been in two accidents. Period. So, and, and dur- oh, period. I was like, hey, during no, the no, pandemic, no, in the last twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I, you're bad luck. But yeah, well, you know that. I've been bad luck. I've been bad luck my whole life. You know that. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. Anyhow, those are all my casseroles that I can think of. I'm sure there are many, many more. Uh, <laughs> we'll cut it there and move on. Uh, so let's talk about consumption. Consumption. George, what have you been consuming over the last year? Uh, so, you know, when I did have a chance, I tried to watch, you know, the latest and greatest movies. And uh, I... I caught quite a few movies uh that came out during 2020 uh, more than i expected to rather and uh did you want me to go through my top 
like top five list? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's list do like a let's do like top five, top ten. Sure. Uh, so my uh, top ten of uh, 2020 movies uh, is this movie called Spontaneous at number ten. Uh, Enola Holmes, which is a Netflix movie, uh, which is at number nine. Eleven Monsters at number eight. Hamilton, which is a musical on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, Sound of Metal, which is uh, amazing. That's on Amazon uh, right now. Uh, the Invisible Man, which was the last movie I saw in theaters, and it's still pretty fucking great. Uh, and then number four, P- Possessor. And number three, Bill and Ted Face the Music with number two, Palm Springs, and the number one movie, uh, Soul, which is on uh, Disney Plus. I've seen one of those. Which one? Soul. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, up until I started reading social media about it, then I was like, uh, come on, guys. What was the social media about yeah, it? What did you see on social media? Uh, how it was supposed to be, like, it, they, they started playing up racial undertones, and it's like, well, uh, you're kind of ruining it. I didn't get that from the movie. I didn't get it either. Okay. But then I saw a bunch of... Oh, and I forgot to, I forgot to mention Palm Springs is on Hulu. I didn't mention that. I'm sorry. Anyways, let's continue. What else, George? So those are like my favorite movies of 2020. Oh, uh, TV shows that I really like. Uh, Mandalorian Season 2, Queen's Gambit, uh, Lego Masters, which is on Hulu. If you like Legos and you like reality shows and Will Arnett on top of that, uh, I recommend Lego Masters. Uh, I watched uh, Lock and Key, which is uh, based on a comic book, which is a great an adaptation of a comic the show's okay uh it's not the best thing i'll ever see but it's it was entertaining enough to watch just like andy dancing on camera yep yeah uh hbo's flight attendant was really good the lovecraft country on hbo was really good the outsider on hbo was really good uh the season finale of the good place was awesome british bake-off was amazing on netflix and uh, prop culture on Disney Plus, Moonbase Eight on uh, Showtime, and uh, Tiger King was another thing that people <laughs> kind of forgot that came out in 2020 that just captivated everybody, and it captivated me as well. I, I didn't think it can get more crazy uh, when I watched that uh, documentary series. Did you watch Tiger King, Andy? I've watched about three episodes of it. I think. See, I think Andy would be closely related to those people. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I mean, a, you, based, based on based on their actions and the way they act, you know, and, uh, you could, how they talk. Most people that know Andy on any sort of level, you could tell them literally anything about Andy, and almost every single one of them would kind of shake their heads and go, "Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it." You could tell them anything. You could tell them, <laughs> you know, he's descended from monkeys. You could tell them he's, uh, you know, related to the Tiger King. You could tell them he robbed a bank. Like it doesn't really matter. They'll they'll go. He yeah, just, I can see it. I, have, I can see. He it. just has a he just has that a, a persona about him. I have a second cousin who has an ostrich farm, and you're like one step away of being the ostrich king. No, oh, he's he should be the ostrich duke. The ostrich duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We need to make this and we need to call Netflix and make this into a show right away. I, you know, people would watch. People would watch. <laughs> All right, cool. What about you? Is, did you get the ostriches to kill anybody? Uh, I don't think you have to get them to. They'll just do that on their own. Yeah, oh, ostriches okay. are vicious. That's for sure. I was a kid once. Uh, yes, I was a child once. 
And my mom took me to the zoo and uh, I stuck my hand through the cage. Like they had a wire mesh cage and I stuck my hand through it. And this ostrich saw it from about 60 feet away and just bolted to try to bite my hand. And my mom was talking to her friend, not paying super close attention. And she snatched my hand away just in the nick of time. That bird wanted to eat my hand. Yeah, no shit. You ever been to You would have lost your digits. Yep. Drive through safari. Oh, I've been to one of those. Those are pretty fun. Not in the ostrich part. Oh, I had the roll- windows rolled up at that part. What's the point then? It's just a really. Cool <laughs> I wanted to feed. I wanted to feed the giraffes. That's all I really cared about. And he's like, "I'm the king of the world!" Like on top, like, <laughs> come, come to me, my <laughs> brethren. <laughs> the, the sunroof of the car, just like, look at me, my ostriches. Look at me. I'm your duke. Make friends with the cows. <laughs> Oh, uh, I did read uh, a couple of books uh, over during the time of quarantine. Uh, but the only book that I really liked out of the few books that I read, which was only three, was uh, The Troop by uh, Nick Cutter. Uh, it's a uh, like these uh, Boy Scouts get stuck on a island in the middle of a uh, zombie-esque outbreak. And it's kind of like uh, Lord of the Flies uh, meets zombie apocalypse. Hmm. Sounds interesting. It was pretty good. It's pretty graphic. Uh, it's very well written. At least I thought it was. And uh, I enjoyed it. Cool. What about you, Andy? What have you uh, been consuming throughout 2020? Well, I watched that one George Clooney movie uh, where he's in the Arctic. I started watching that. I, I didn't finish it. It's on Netflix. It just came out. What was that called? In the Night Sky or something like that. The Night Sky? Midnight Sky. Midnight That's Sky. what it's called. Yeah, yeah I, remember. I, I remember seeing the trailer. I just didn't watch it. It's predictable, but I enjoyed parts of it. I, I take it you've seen it, Justin? I, I told you I watched the beginning of it, but I didn't finish it. Oh, you missed an awesome scene in space. It might be worth finishing the movie. Okay. Yeah, I started it at my parents' house when I had you know, too much other crap going on, but I'll, I'll go back and revisit it if it's good. Uh, I watched Queen's Gambit some. I thought that was pretty decent. but Yeah, it was great. I forgot to finish. Uh, finished out good place and that was great. And I read a whole bunch of books. Anything good? A bunch of books. Uh, Neuromancer, which is really good. Uh, virtual light. Neuromancer. Neuromancer. Uh, William Gibson. It's kind of one of the, maybe not early, but one of the bigger steampunk novels. Uh, wait, steampunk, cyberpunk. Sorry. Yeah. A little different there. And then, uh, I read the sequel to that. I read another series that he was that he wrote and reread Lord of the Rings, reread a Game of Thrones, and I'm sure there's more. I read like 40 or 50 books. Cool. That's a lot of books. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I had some time on my hands. Sounds like it. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to me then, I guess. Uh, I, yeah. I also have some top 10 lists. I'll go through movies first. Um, my number 10 film of the year was Borat, subsequent movie film. It's pretty funny if you haven't seen it. Number nine was Run. That's a horror movie on Hulu starring Sarah Paulson. Um, she's a really good actress who's usually in really shitty series and movies. So I, I enjoyed her in this, though. It was really well done, more so than her usual stuff. Freaky is my number eight, and that's the uh, Freaky Friday kind of story, but it's Vince Vaughn taking over the body of a young girl, and he's like a serial killer. So you can see, you can see Vince Vaughn yeah. act like a 12-year-old girl. It's pretty fun. That looked really good. I wanted to see that. It's great. I think you'd enjoy it. 
Uh, number seven was The Invisible Man. Uh, I also really enjoyed that. Elizabeth Moss is fantastic. Uh, number six was Palm Springs. It's on Hulu as well. If you haven't seen it, it was one of the best comedies that came out this year. A lot of heart. Um, it's Andy Samberg, who I know George is not the hugest fan of, but he does a great job in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five was Eurovision, which was the Will Ferrell comedy about the uh, Icelandic singing group. Um, it's pretty It's pretty funny. It's, it's kind of a ridiculous comedy. Number four was Bill and Ted Face the Music, which is just awesome. Uh, number three is Love and Monsters, which is a really unique love story that features monsters, surprisingly. Uh, number two was Promising Young Woman. Um, has Carrie Mulligan in the lead. I'm a big fan of hers. The movie's pretty unusual. It's it's kind of like lighthearted, but also kind of twisted in the beginning. And then at the end, it's just kind of shocking the way it all wraps up. Um, it was jarring for me. I think a lot of people experienced the same thing. And then my number one movie was Possessor. Uh, if you like horror movies, it is the movie of the year. There's no real comparison because there was nothing else that came out that it was kind of close to as good. So if you like horror movies, Possessor is a must-see. Uh, as for TV series, my number 10 was Lovecraft Country. It was a lot of fun. Had some flaws, but for the most part, enjoyable. I did not enjoy it. You didn't enjoy any of it? Did you watch all of it? No, I watched the first episode. Thought it was terrible. You should have stuck you with it. You thought the first episode was terrible? I thought the first episode. I thought the first episode was the best episode. <laughs> no, I... the best episode is the one with the little girls in that creepy 40s music, George. The first episode oh, is good, yeah. though. That's definitely a, that's a really good episode, but I think the pilot's probably one of the strongest pilots I've ever seen in a TV show. It's pretty good. Surprised you didn't like it. You can go back to it, Andy. I didn't like that they showed the guys. Cthulhu the monster? monster? Yeah, the Cthulhu monsters. But it was a dream. And it was because he was reading John Carter, Warlord of Mars. No, I think he's talking about the monsters at the end of the episode. Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the ending was kind of bad. I'll give you that. But the the journey was really good. Yeah, it kind of whimpered on the end. I liked it enough to put it in my top ten, and I'm I'm looking. The book to is really it. good too, by the way. If you guys read the book, I the book is very enjoyable. It's a little different from the show, but it's still really good. George, you know we don't read books; we only want to watch TV. <laughs> I, I am in that boat as well. However, I was very excited for the show, so I uh, got the uh, ebook and I've gone through it on my phone. Ebooks, it's the way to go. Ebooks. All right, continuing my list, number nine uh, was Dead to Me Season 2. Number eight was Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 10. It's fantastic. Number seven was The Great, uh, which I'm not really a huge fan of, like, British period pieces, but this one was specifically well done, uh, more than anything I'd seen before. Lots of humor, lots of, like, subtle stuff that I enjoyed. Uh, It's really good. Number six was Truth Seekers with Nick Frost. That was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. The Boy Season 2 is number five. Raised oh, yeah, by- I forgot that came out. Shit. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, it was really good. Raised by Wolves season one. Um, I haven't finished that yet. Oh, you should, man. It's great. Uh, number three is Cobra Kai season three. Number two is The Undoing, which is really, really good uh, murder mystery whodunit drama on HBO Max. And then number one for me is Queen's Gambit. I thought it was easily the best show that came out this year. I'll agree with that. I didn't really read a whole lot of books. I read King and Yellow, and I read uh, some comics and stuff. But aside from that, I've mostly just been watching TV and movies. King and Yellow. Yeah. Robert Chambers. Yeah. Hmm. Classic. 
literature, horror literature. Did you play any video games this year, guys? I did. I played uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I also played Ghost of Tsushima. Those were the two games I played. What about you, Andy? Uh, well, we got an Oculus Quest 2, and I have seen it, but only played <laughs> Space Pirates for a few minutes. Uh, oh, yeah, we got that as well in my house, too. Shit, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, we should uh, add each other on Oculus so we can hang out and play against each other. Uh, well, it's connected through my Facebook, so I, uh, we probably are. But I don't know how that oh, works, okay. so who knows. And uh, <laughs> Eve Echoes, which is the Eve Online mobile game. What's that about? Uh, you fly a spaceship, and it's an MMO, and you've got a spaceship, and it's an... But it's mobile? Yeah. It's hmm. it's pretty decent. Uh, did you ever play Eve? Uh, no, but I remember when it first came out. I did look at it. I never really jumped in though. It's different. I'm I'm not sure if I would recommend it to anyone, but I'm certainly going to play it. So fair enough. Uh, I got an Xbox Series S. I actually won it in a raffle, so that's pretty cool. And I played a lot of Assassin's Creed. I put 120 hours into Valhalla, which was such a magnificent game. The graphics are just incredible. Um, I did buy Cyberpunk, but I haven't really put any time into it beyond just creating my character. So, Did you give your character a really large penis? Just an average size one. Just an average size penis. <laughs> He's probably angry at you. That's going to affect your... Uh, what is that? The, charisma? the uh, your charisma. <laughs> my charisma. With the, with the other ladies in the game. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It, it looked unwieldy. When you gave him the giant sized one, <laughs> like he would have trouble walking around. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I can see how that would be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I gave him average because I thought that would be a little more uh, normal. <laughs> there was another game where you could alter uh, the size of your character's uh, genitals. I think it was uh, the Conan Barbarian game, which was also kind of like an MMO. Yeah, it's such a weird thing to include in games, but I mean, I I haven't played Cyberpunk yet, but I've heard all the crazy stuff you can do in the game, and it it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Um, Beating someone to death with it. (laughs) I don't think that happens, but I've heard there's some like stuff so deep that you can like find a dead cop on the ground, and you can like assume his identity and spend days going into the into his job as a police officer, like infiltrating the police office and getting to know the people there and trying to figure out why he died and who killed him. Is that and true? like you can even go, yeah, you can even like go home to his wife and like you know make love to her and stuff. Like I don't like supposedly there's all this depth to the game. How does she uh, not notice? Yeah, because you're wearing his uniform. She, she, I, would, I would imagine she <laughs> would notice the difference between his large penis and the character's average. Penis. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. I mean, if you've only got like three choices, you got to make sure that they sync up, and that's what a a one in nine chance. Well, maybe that maybe you can't assume his identity if your penis size doesn't match up. I don't know. I don't know. These are the questions. <laughs> These are the burning questions. I also heard that the graphics are terrible on the uh, Xbox S. Is that true? Or I like I said, I haven't played it. Uh, I played Assassin's Creed, and the graphics were incredible on the Series S. Um, a huge step up from the Xbox Ones. But like I said, I haven't put much time into Cyberpunk yet. There will be some time spent playing it in the coming months, but I don't know when or how much. <laughs> I've also heard they're doing a lot of uh, updates too, so 
probably by the time I get around to it, it'll be more of a polished game than it is right now. Yeah, that's Hopefully what I was kind of waiting for. I was kind of waiting to, for everyone to say, like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine now. And then I was going to play it. Well, what else have you guys been consuming? Anything else going on in your lives beyond just our top ten list for movies and TV and games and stuff? Uh, I've been teaching myself how to do, like, French cooking. And guitar. And Oh, yeah, and guitar. I've been learning how to play the guitar. And uh, I smoked a brisket by myself for the first time during pandemic. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it turned out pretty good. I've been whittling. You've been I, whittling? Yeah. What'd you what'd you whittle? Uh well, my hand. You, you whittled your oh wow. Yeah. I saw him post a, a snake that he whittled. He said, yeah. Look at my snake. <laughs> I did was it an actual snake or was it something shaped that should have been a snake and it wasn't a snake? It, it was a piece of wood that was kind of in a spiral. It's on my <laughs> Twitter. If you looked at my Twitter, George. You'd see it. It's been a while since I've looked at anyone's Twitter. So it, it says, "Behold, my snake." Andy's Andy's Twitter has been fairly active throughout the pandemic. Uh, I check it at least once a week because he usually has some kind of Andy esque commentary on the world. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten more than a few laughs from it. So I am hilarious at Princess Sophia Su. If anybody's forgotten, and that's good because I had. Forgotten? You've yeah. forgotten your own Twitter handle? <laughs> I don't look myself up much. Yeah, it was supposed to be Princess Sophia sucks, but he ran out of character space. <laughs> I should give you a warning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, George. Uh, I've been doing a little bit more cooking, too, because I've been doing keto for six or seven months now. And I went out and bought some like cast iron skillets and stuff. So I've been doing a lot of steaks and... Uh, hamburgers and stuff on cast iron, which has been kind of a, a nice thing. Yeah, it's awesome. I've learned how to make some really good keto chili. Cool. But yeah, I haven't really I haven't really spent the pandemic learning new skills or anything. I've mostly just been a bum <laughs> watching TV and movies and uh, I did I did start migrating my movie library over to digital though. Oh which has been kind of an undertaking. I gave you the digital bug, huh? Well, no, I mean, it started out with, because I love A24 films. Yeah. It started out with that because I was like, there's a lot of these I haven't seen, and trying to track down the DVDs for them would be really hard. Yeah. So it's much easier just to buy them on, online on Vudu and stuff. And I found these movie groups that sell codes for $2, $3, you know, for pretty much any film. And so I started looking for all my favorites, and I just sort of kind of got the bug and started building my catalog of all my favorite movies. Yeah. It's only like, once uh, you start doing it, it's kind of hard to go back the other way. Now what's yeah. really going to, what's really going to suck is that you don't really own those movies. You're just paying for the right to stream it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that, but I, I don't think voodoo's going away anytime soon. So I'm not too worried about it. And movies anywhere pulls from every location. So oh, it's also owned by Disney uh, movies anywhere. Mm. So yeah. yeah, Disney's not going anywhere anytime soon. So it's, it's nice having all that stuff right at my fingertips, especially with the new Xbox, because uh, I kind of use that as a media hub. I yep. bought uh, I bought a, a Xbox remote for it, so I can just control it you know, from my, my bed without having to get a controller out or whatever, and it makes going through movies and TV shows much easier. Sure. What about you, Andy? You been doing anything beyond just books and mobile gaming? Well, I took Cal 3. I'll have to take the GRE this semester for uh, grad school. And other than that, I mean, the whittling. Okay. Cool. Well, cool. 
this, I mean, it sounds like we've all been fairly busy, but it's nice to get back to podcasting. That's that's the one thing I've really wanted to do. So now that Andy has a headset and microphone. I kind of forgot that I need to do that. <laughs> I mean, we only talked about it like every three months for the last year. <laughs> He'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then forgets about it instantly. Yeah. Or what like, hey, which one I sh- should I get? And you would go, well, just get one with a microphone. <laughs> okay, I'll see you in three months. <laughs> well, the one you got, it's not perfect, but I think it'll work for what we're it, doing. So it works for what it is. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not supposed to eat it, Andy. You got cooler or better in my mouth. You sound louder. It sounds way better. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's move on from consumption. It's time for some hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? What do you got for us, George? So, like, uh, 2020, you know, a lot of weird shit happened in 2020, if you guys didn't realize. What? Yeah, what? But did you know that uh, Planters announced the death of their mascot? Mr. Peanut? Yeah. Apparently, in January of of 2020, he died. According to their press release. Of COVID? No, they didn't say of COVID. They just said <laughs> that he died. I think he died from a nut allergy. That's what I'm going to guess. But um, well, All right, there we go. All right. Uh, another crazy thing that happened during uh, 2020, which, you know, this is probably like the most 2020 headline I've ever heard in my life. A monkey steals COVID samples. I'm not even surprised. <laughs> yeah yeah like out of the things that you would hear in 2020 that that doesn't surprise me either but uh apparently a monkey attacked a lab a lab technician snatched up vials containing blood samples of coronavirus patients and escaped and there's a video of the incident that shows everything uh and they show the monkey sitting on top of the tree with the samples that it's stolen and it just runs away what are you gonna do with that monkey you're not a biochemist that's that's how we're gonna get you know the mutated version of covid it's gonna be you know the monkey flu uh also apparently in the year 2020 murder hornets are a thing yeah oh yeah you didn't hear about murder hornets that was big news yeah uh i mean i i kind of vaguely remember that but i was like eh, that's not real but no no it was fucking real like giant asian hornets that uh can kill people I had real regular size hornets move into my uh, my power switch for my house, the uh, fuse box. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it was a uh, it was a nightmare to get them all out. And because uh, I didn't know I didn't know they were in there the first time I went out there because I tripped the circuit breaker for my bedroom. Uh, I went out there and I opened the thing up and I, I flipped the switch and then when I closed it. They did not like that I closed it because it shook the whole box. So thousands of them came swarming out of the little holes. Oh, I was just running. I was just running for my fucking life. <laughs> All these wasps chasing me. Did you scream out at the end like Nicholas Cage? Bees! <laughs> Not the wasps! Not the wasps! Uh, another weird thing that happened in 2020. Apparently, a massive star disappeared. Was it George Clooney? Uh, so uh, it, was not George Clooney. For, <laughs> it was definitely George Clooney. Uh, for two decades, astronomers studied a star's uh, over 75 million light years away. Uh, recently, the when they took the latest observations in 2020, they could not find it anymore. 
find out later in the year, they believe that it was the first star to be uh, collapsing into a black hole without first exploding into a certain supernova. Hmm. So there you go. I didn't know that could happen. That's interesting. And finally, one of, one of the weirdest things that happened is mystery drones flying over Colorado and Nebraska. Apparently, uh, a lot of uh, reporting from Nebraska and Colorado saying that there are drones in the sky uh, flying as big as cars in grid patterns during the day and night. That's just the Amazon delivery drones. Do they have <laughs> So, yeah, there's some, uh, some, some weird, uh, bizarre things that happened in 2020 Cool. that you may or may not have known about. Well, I, I, the only one of those I had heard of was the murder hornets. So the rest are news to me. There you go. Some hot fudge How for are you. not pictures of the giant car-sized drones flying over Nebraska? Because there's because crazy. people in Colorado and Nevada are always high, Andy. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> it was really just birds, just birds flying overhead. Look at those fucking drones, man! <laughs> Is it a plane? But it was, it it was like it was in the news. It was so much that people talked about it. It was in the Colorado and Nevada news. Weird, weird stuff. It's been a weird year. Yeah. Oh, also another thing is uh, the Pentagon released three UFO videos. I figured you guys would really enjoy that. Uh, yeah, I had heard about that. Yeah, three short videos showing unidentified aerial phenomenons uh, back in April. Uh, the videos were taken by Navy pilots in 2004 and 2005 and have been circulating the internet since 2007. Cool. Aliens would explain a lot. Yeah, I bet you they were the ones. If we were the ones flying over Nevada and Colorado, that, that was them. We're all doing the yeah, history no channel really yeah, video. It's, it's a podcast. <laughs> unless you're, unless, unless you're going to release a video version of this later. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> people would have people would have no idea. Yeah, what exactly. Doing. He's no, just like showing his elbow to the camera. And he keeps swimming across the screen sideways and just doing weird shit. He's fucking Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there you go some more ex- some extra hot right. fudge there for you well that does it for hot fudge then let's move on to tell us something nutty and i know we haven't done this one in a long time but you got something nutty for us george uh so nothing really funny happened to me so here's the thing when you're working during a pandemic you're kind of in a bubble and nothing fucking happens when you're just in a bubble you, you just do the same thing day in and day out and day in and day out until you like try to do something like a hobby, which is why I picked up a few hobbies along the way. Uh, the only thing that could seem kind of funny is that I've been riding an, uh, an electric scooter to kind of avoid public transportation, getting on the train uh, at work. And uh, like a rascal. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, it's a rascal. No, it's not. It's not a rascal. No, no, it's exactly what <laughs> it's not it is. an eight-year-old way. Uh, I just sit in there and I put all my shit in the front basket and I honk really loud at people who are in my way. That's exactly what it is. Heavyweight coming through. Move. <laughs> coming out of the way, people. Come on. Uh, so anyway, uh, during one of the many rides that I do all the time at work, I wasn't paying attention and I fucking took a divot between the grass and the and the sidewalk and it fell on the grass. I don't know how that's funny, but that's like the most stupidest thing I've did during the year. You knocked over your ass. Yeah. I knocked over my rascal and I fell on my ass in the grass. 
I, I couldn't think of anything else to rhyme. Was it? Fast? No, I didn't hurt. I didn't hurt. I didn't hurt myself. I was totally fine. But it was. I felt really stupid and embarrassed because there's a lot of people on their bikes and and other scooters as well, and they all just stop and look at you like, oh my god, look at that idiot. So, so there you go. <laughs> no, no, I did. I didn't break anything. I think it would have been better if I broken something. I would have been less embarrassing, probably. Maybe, probably not. <laughs> What about you, Andy? You got anything funny that's happened? Well, I was riding around in the med center and I saw this guy on a rascal turn it over. <laughs> and he said, well, that's the way, asshole! He said, I wish I'd broken my leg. It'd be less embarrassing. Uh, my daughter has informed us recently that her diapers are too dangerous for her mommy to change. So daddy needs to do it. <laughs> Are they radioactive or something? I was like, uh, what makes them so dangerous? She's two. So she's decided that. And okay. She's also, she likes to, uh, I'll put on Brooklyn Nine-Nine when I'm going to sleep. And so she'll cuddle up with me as I'm going to sleep because I go to bed at like 7.30. And the other day she was in there, cuddled up with me and just goes, Daddy, I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> and you look at her and you go it's okay baby I pooped too <laughs> no but she goes uh... <laughs> and then she looks at me again and goes daddy I pooped <laughs> oh okay yeah you did <laughs> you, should, you should have been like oh, I, I wouldn't have guessed that from uh, yeah from, context from clues were not enough there Lorelai yeah. <laughs> well, at least she was nice enough to tell you. I mean, and do it while you were awake. She could have waited until you were asleep. <laughs> you just I'm wake up with a one and down your leg. It could have been worse. Anything like that? I think she was bragging. Well, yeah. she is your kid, so. So yeah, that's a uh, that's yeah. my funny story for 2020. All right. Well, as as you can imagine, I have not been going out of the house a whole lot, uh, so. Not a whole lot of funny stuff has happened in my life. Uh, mostly just casseroles rather than amusing things. But one funny incident. I don't know that that your your LG uh, AC story pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> of like com- the comedy of errors of that is just it, it, in, insurmountable. It, it definitely is funnier now that it's over. It was not so funny while it was occurring. <laughs> but the one actually funny story that I have. Um, so for months, I didn't leave my house. I didn't have to. I didn't have to go out for work or anything. I was pretty much only leaving the house to go to the post office or the grocery store. And Kroger was at least a two or three time a week trip for me because I have a small fridge. I don't hold a lot of stuff. So I constantly had to buy new food. Anyhow, one day I went to Kroger and uh, I'm sure we talked about this before, but even without the pandemic, I always use self-checkout because I don't like to talk to people. <laughs> So <laughs> you, you unsociable, unbe- I don't believe it. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I also drink a lot of diet soda if, uh, if that has not been talked about as well. So I, I purchased, um, I think eight or nine, whatever the limit was for the day diet sodas, um, along with a whole bunch of other food and stuff. And I'm doing self-checkout and I scanned my soda. They, they had a, they had a limit on diet. Soda. Oh, they had a limit on all sodas. I think you can only get like eight or nine in one trip, depending on what what the sale is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So 
I had my my sodas and I, I bagged those up first. And there's this little bitty ledge where you can put your sodas or, or put whatever groceries you have uh, as you're finishing checking out. So I did my sodas first. I had them on the ledge and I was scanning more things and just kind of setting them on top of the sodas. Anyhow, the soda that was closest to the edge slipped over the edge, slipped out of the bag, fell and landed right on top of its cap and had a reaction where the cap unscrewed and the soda shot into the air at like full speed, flew across three lanes and then landed in the back of some guy's head <laughs> that worked it, like it smacked him in the back of the head super hard. He was a guy that worked at Kroger and he was like, Hey man, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. And I looked over and there was just this trail of soda that was across three lanes. All these people got drenched, like all the clerks, all the customers that were in those lanes. Cause I was in the checkout lane that was like closest to the, the customer lanes where people were actually getting checked oh. out. And oh then my. the guy that got hit, hit in the back of the head was the guy who actually had to clean up the mess. So he came over and he was like, Hey man, you need to be more careful. I was like, I will be, I'm sorry. I don't know how that happened. I've never seen that before in my life. He was basically saying, Hey, fuck you. Right? He was That's basically what he was, saying. he was pissed off. I mean, I would have been too, if I was him, but it was, it was just really funny from my perspective. Cause I've never launched a soda across a store like that before. I think you created a new nemesis at Kroger now. I probably did. He, I don't know. Maybe he follows me around when I go back there. I'm, I'm pretty easy to pick out of a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only really funny thing that happened to me this year that I can think of. The rest of the year was mostly just spent in my house doing the same thing every Groundhog day, like George day. mentioned. Yeah, like I said, you're you're in a bubble. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, that does it for Tell Us Something Nutty. Let's move on. It's time to ask the nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Luckily, we had some people write in with questions. Uh, I was kind of worried since it's been so long that they wouldn't, but we've had people actually posting on our Facebook page asking us when we were coming back. So I'm really glad that it's we were able me. to make this happen. Um, uh, I'm surprised people actually cared. We have some fans; they like the show, so it's uh, it's it's nice to see that it makes doing this worthwhile. So we appreciate all of you that are listening. All of you that have been there since the beginning and all of you that continue to put up with our huge delays and our shenanigans. So <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are cool. I'm a fan favorite. Yeah, and Andy. Thank you for putting up with Andy. <laughs> George. Uh, that, that was be, that was for fair. you. <laughs> thank you, George. To, to for be fair, <laughs> to be fair, they they all show up for Andy is what it is. I, they I do. And Andy torturing me. I'm the fan favorite. A I'm a breakout character. It's you true. are. Very true. All right, question number one. George, what was one thing that surprised you about how you handled the pandemic? Well, uh, in comparison to my other coworkers and maybe some people uh, like close to me, I wasn't super worried about the pandemic or like freaked out and you know just you know kept trucking along. I just made sure to sanitize my hands, never touch my face or anything, and always wear a mask and keep my distance from people and in a hospital, like the uh, COVID floor, we had a COVID floor above my my department and right below my department. So we we're like sandwiched between COVID ICU rooms, and we were people in my work were really freaked out, and I was pretty calm about it. So I was surprised about that. I, I thought I'd be more freaked out, but I wasn't. Okay, what about you, Andy? I don't know. My life didn't change really at all. Oh, I got yelled <laughs> at some for not spraying myself down with Lysol early on. Is it because you smell? 
That's Febreze, not Lysol. He never forgets the Febreze. It's just the, the cleanliness. <laughs> no one forgets Febreze. Why, why did you uh, need to be sprayed down with Lysol? Because uh, no one at my work social distanced. Oh, I see. I can understand that. Um, as for me, I don't really know. Uh, I think I was built for quarantine. I'm not really surprised about it at all. Like I don't have to see people. I don't have to go anywhere, do anything. Like as long as you can work from home, you're all good, huh? Yeah, I mean, I can get food delivered to me here. I can, you know, pretty much the only place I have to go is the grocery store or the post office. Like, and I mean, really, if I wanted to spend more money, I didn't have to do either one of those. Uh, I could literally never leave my house again. It would be great. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. <laughs> so there you go. You know, quarantine lifestyle is not bad. The only thing that kind of sucks is I like hanging out with my friends. So yeah. like, that, was the, that was the only hardest part was not, uh, you know, seeing all my friends whenever I wanted or going to the movies. I really missed going to the movies. But. I miss going to the movies a lot, too, honestly. Hopefully that'll resume. Hopefully all the movie theaters are still around when uh, when things are normal again. Would, yeah, hopefully Al- Alamo Draft House will survive. And AMC. And, yeah, yeah. Star Cinema. The AMC's not going anywhere. Hey, they're not going anywhere. I'm not worried about them. I'm just Hopefully more worried not. about the independent theaters. All right. Question two. If uh, 2020 were a food, what food would it be, Ooh. George? <sighs> Jesus. Uh, a type of food 2020 would be. Uh, it would be like that really moldy, like, shit sandwich in the back of a, like, a gas station like, you know, like the little pre-contained in the cellophane wrapped. One that like fell behind something. Yeah. And it just got forgotten about and you're just like starving and that's the only thing available and you eat it. And the consequences that come out of that, that's what 2020 is. Fair enough. What about Gas you, Andy? station escargot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Same, same idea. Uh, you know, my, my answer is going to be mayonnaise because I think mayonnaise is about the worst thing on the planet. Oh man, I just uh, had it some mayonnaise. It was great. I fucking hate mayonnaise. But we've had we've talked about that ad nauseum. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you know, if if there was literally the only food left on the planet, and I, the choice was either eat it or die, I'd have a hard time making that choice. Uh, <laughs> that that is twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, you would choose the mayonnaise over death. Like I said, it'd be a hard choice. It'd be a hard choice. <laughs> Next question. Uh, how close do your brains feel to literal mind fudge from 2020? George. Uh, I mean, not too far, really. There's some moments where you just like, one, you can't believe the shit that you're seeing in the news. And, and then two, like, you know, eventually uh, the overindulgence of not of doing the same thing over and over again and not having anything to spice it up or change it up kind of turns your brain into fudge, I guess. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Uh, my guess would be about half an inch. Half an inch. You didn't get you didn't get any rise of that bake of, on your mind fudge, huh? Uh, my life hasn't changed much. I just don't remember as much. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe my life. That's has fair. Changed. Uh, I don't know. It, it fluctuates for me. There are days where I'm in a fog. You know, I'll stay up all night playing video games and then wake up and have to work. And like I'll expect it to be an easy day, and then it actually ends up being a really stressful long day. And uh, I don't know, even being home, as nice as it is not to have to travel, not to have to deal with traffic, not to have to deal with actual people face to face. There are days where it is just very mind numbing. 
and uh, I definitely feel like a lump of fudge sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> other days, like, it's fine. Not having a routine, like I, I imagine working from home. If you don't create a routine for yourself, it, it should it gets hard to focus. It does, it does. But I mean, it's also any, nice to just any, roll any, over any. and pick up your computer three minutes before you're supposed to be at work and be at work. <laughs> No, those have been awesome. Like, uh, so all of my uh, coworkers who are who have to work from home, and we do have meetings. I just joined a meeting through like my phone while I'm like late for work, so they don't know that I'm late for work. They just think yeah. I'm in the meeting. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Now there are definitely upsides, but there are more downsides. I think. <laughs> all right. Next question, uh, George. What was the most disappointing thing about 2020? The probably the most disappointing thing was like how disappointing Tenet was. Really, I I really wanted Tenet. To it. I really did. Yeah, Tenet was a letdown. I'll I'll give you that. I wasn't as hyped up for it as as you probably were, but my I mean, answer looked, is in the same great. vein. Uh, it looked great, but like when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is just confusing." It just proves that Christopher Nolan needs a screenwriter to help contain his cool ideas yeah what about you andy how stupid everyone else is that's a fair answer (laughs) the number of pandemic uh conspiracy theories i have a co-worker Mm -hmm. who believes that the vatican lost power this morning and the pope was arrested for child trafficking (laughs) wow uh i mean is that not true though (laughs) he believed this after the Pope was on the internet doing a mass, like a live mass from the Vatican. Uh, well, for me, the most disappointing thing, aside from other people's absolute stupidity, uh, was The Haunting of Bly Manor. Because that was a show that I actually really, really looked forward to. Uh, it's probably like my most anticipated thing of 2020. And holy shit, it sucked. Like, it was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen, and I was so angry. Oh, there's worse things on Netflix, man. Come on now. I don't know, man. That thing put me to sleep. I, I was, it was a struggle to get through the last half of it. It was unwatchably bad. So, I, I'm pretty I, sure I have something on here that was ba- just as bad, if not worse. It was bad. Oh, I'm thinking of ending things was worse. No, it wasn't. That was a bad yeah. movie, too, but it was not, oh my it was God. not as bad. I, I just wanted to kill myself after watching that movie. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Mission accomplished, man. That was the point of the movie. <laughs> I mean, I guess. It was terrible. And people it, were like, it was not good. So many, like, top lists and praised it so much, and I just don't understand. It was, it was the most pretentious thing I've ever seen. It sucked. It was bad. Yeah. But I, I think Hunting to Blade Manor was worse, especially considering how good Hill House was. So... I don't know. I, I thought there were some cool things about Bly Manor, but we'll agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, next question. Was there anything you were unable to find during the pandemic? Happy. Un- any, something <laughs> like at the beginning when you couldn't find toilet paper and stuff? <laughs> no, I, don't, I think Andy's answer is pretty spot on. Happiness. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, we've got today, uh, we don't even need toilet paper. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Erica's brother has a bidet too, and he raves about it. Our friend Travis uses it, and I go over there and I'm just I'm I'm like I gotta bring my own toilet paper if I need to shit because I'm not using that thing. <laughs> I mean, have you tried it? Or you just no, no. I'm I refuse to even. I don't need water going up my butthole like that. That sounds horrible. It's, it's pretty refreshing. Yeah. No, 
<laughs> nope. It's like bubbles. Nope. Only time so water touches think- my butthole is when I'm in the shower. That's it. I don't I don't need toilet water going up there. That you know of. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't really have any trouble finding anything during the pandemic. I, I, you know, with the, you know, amazing technology of Amazon and DoorDash, I had no problems whatsoever. Yeah. Amazon was pretty good about everything. Uh, there was a brief like three day period where we ran out of toilet paper and that was kind of stressful. Uh, oh shit. What, what, did you, what did you do for pooping during those three days? Napkins. Yeah, we have. I was there was a period where I could not find paper towels for like weeks, like three weeks. I had no paper towels, which was horrible. But I was able to find napkins, and I found like really fancy ass napkins that I used for like drying my dishes and stuff. And then I found really cheap ass napkins that I used as toilet paper uh, when I had to. <laughs> so hopefully you didn't flush those down the toilet. No, we we threw them in the trash can, but it was it was gross and kind of not really the the thing you want to be doing, but it's what no. we had to do. It's no. what we had to do. I'm pretty sure we had an episode about talking about pooping out in the yard. Cause that way you could have fertilized your yard, but yeah, I, uh, I didn't even think about composting. Yeah. You should have composted <laughs> that shit. I should have. Yeah. And then you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. How will you describe 2020 to your grandchildren? I won't. Yeah. Well, one, you have to have grandchildren to explain it to them. <laughs> Assuming you have grandchildren, how would you explain oh. it to them, George? Uh, I would just say it was a weird time where the world just kind of lost its shit for a little while. It was the best of times and it was the worst of times. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then it continually got to worse. So this is why we had you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't you, so that's why there's three of you. I will, you know, as as bad as the year has been in general for everybody, for the world, for everything, I will remember this time fondly as the year that I did not have to leave my house or interact with anyone. So I will it's probably way, speak it's, it's of it the in that manner. Ended it is basically it's the most American thing ever: staying at home and doing nothing. I was born to be a shut-in. I was like. <laughs> Now, is what, your Andy? job going to have to have you return to the work site when this is all over? Uh, it's kind of up in the air. Um, I've had to go in one time to College Station. During during the pandemic, our department got merged with another department that also does support. Uh, but they're a different type of support than we do. So we've been training, learning how to do what they do. And we're supposed to cross-train them to learn how to do what we do. So I did have to go to College Station to meet them at some point and learn the basics of what they do. But the pandemic has kind of proven to our company that a lot of the support departments don't really need to be in the office daily because all of us can do our jobs from home very well, very efficiently. Um, it's, It's less resources they have to spend having us there. And it's easier on all of us, too, because we don't have to travel. So I'm hoping that this will become at least a semi-permanent thing. I'm sure I'll have to go into the office for QA testing and things like that, but I don't think it's going to be every day like it was before. At least I, I think a lot of, I think a lot of jobs are going to vastly change after this pandemic is kind of, you know, figured its shit out, I guess. Yeah. I think a lot of companies have realized that the old uh, ways of doing things don't really 
have to stay that way. There are better ways now. You know, technology's gotten to the point where it's very easy to do like this, like video conferencing with every single person that needs to be involved. Um, you can do pretty much everything through email or, or phone. And uh, there's just really no reason for people to be there physically. You know, it'll yeah. save it'll save them overhead on uh, their buildings and their electricity and everything else, just paying their people to stay home and work from home. So I think a lot of people will get to do that from now on, which will be nice. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It would be interesting to see what happens going forward. That's definitely for sure. I, I have to say I was very surprised because my company is usually very micromanagey, and I halfway expected them to be like, after three months, okay, guys, come back. <laughs> but luckily, <laughs> luckily, they have not been that way. So hopefully it continues. Yeah, we keep getting phone calls from middle management every 15 minutes. And that's with you being there. Yeah, that's rough, man. All right. Uh, next question. Has your perspective about friends and social situations changed this year, George? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, me and my wife, Catherine, we both talked about things that we definitely want to uh, change and improve on uh, going forward once this pandemic is uh, kind of in our, uh, in our in the back end and uh, things are different. Uh, we both said that we would love to uh, spend more time with our friends and family and just really uh, build on those uh, connections more and, and just enjoy our friends and family more. Yeah. I can see that. Like, like I, I, I know that we normally have like two, three uh, parties a year, but definitely what we want to do is grow and spend more time with our friends and family. Yeah. And this pandemic proved that we really don't do that enough. Yeah. I, I agree with that. What about you, Andy? I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> he was busy playing with his baby uh the question was has your perspective about friends and social situations changed this year uh yeah you really don't need to be around people to care about them that's true is that what you're, is that what you're gonna tell your family when you disappear all of a sudden Andy? all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> along the same lines as George. I mean, the people that are important to me, I've talked to pretty regularly throughout the pandemic. And, you know, I do miss being able to hang out in person with my friends. I miss being able to just go to a restaurant and sit down and chill for a few hours and talk about nonsense. I miss podcasting in person. I miss, uh, you know, I miss having the freedom to just kind of go to whatever store I want to go to whenever I want to do it, you know, for whatever reason. But yeah, without it being a big ordeal or a big without knowing I'm going to have to go home and strip down, take a shower, change clothes, wash my mask, all that shit every single time I do anything. So, yeah, I, I do miss some of that stuff. And I, I think that when this is over, I'll probably really spend a lot more time hanging out with my friends in person. I think I think you're right about that. And I, I would really like to do that at least. But yeah, I mean, it, it just really makes you realize how important people are to you, especially when you lose people like I did this year. Uh, it makes you think yeah. more about your friends and how life is short and stuff like that. So most definitely. Uh, next question. Name something that could have made 2020 even worse, George. Oh man. An alien invasion. That could have made it better. <laughs> <laughs> it could have. I guess you're right. In perspective, I guess it could have made it better. But, I mean, enslaving all humanity doesn't really sound awesome. What if they had the COVID? 
quarantine, though? What if they showed up and were like, we can treat you all your diseases, but you got to work for us. You can work from home. Just I mean, that sounds like a Simpsons <laughs> episode. If I've heard They're going to let us work from home, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It has to be COVID rules. That's what I was going to say. What about you, Andy? What's something that could have made this year worse? Uh, housing bubble pop. Yeah, housing bubble yeah. pop would have been bad. You know, especially for you since you bought a new place right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't. As for me, I don't know. There's a lot of things that could have made the year worse. I'm just glad none of my other friends have died. Like that's the big thing. Anybody else dying would have been the part that would have made it just fucking awful for me. I mean, it was bad enough as it was, but I, I will admit, Andy was in my death pool, but he he survived. <laughs> That's just lost money right there, George. You know I'm going to survive. I'm a cockroach. Well, I mean, if if I had to put odds on somebody surviving the apocalypse, my money would be on Andy. (laughs) Just out of sheer stupidity and luck, though. I mean, it wouldn't happen out of skill or anything. I mean, he's a lumberjack, so that's that's all he really needs. And I'm okay. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Now he's learning to whittle, so he can make any kind of tools he needs. He just whittled tools. <laughs> He's seen what I... <laughs> I don't have an axe. I'm going to whittle myself an axe. I have no delusions that Andy has a better chance of survival than I do. <laughs> I've had diarrhea. You know, I uh, I went camping for the first time in 2020. I'm pretty sure I could survive out in the wilderness longer than uh, than most. I could not. I, I'm, I would do terribly. I know that. So it's fine. <laughs> Next question. If you could go back in time to January 2020, if you could go back in time to January 2020 and give yourself advice, what would you give yourself? Oh man. Uh, I'd probably give myself financial advice and tell me to invest every like spare dollar I have into zoom, uh, stock markets. So I would be a very rich person. Yeah. That would have been a good, good tip for sure. (laughs) Uh, but if we can't do financial stuff, uh, what would I say? I would, uh, say prepare for shit to get weird is what I would say. Okay. Yeah. Andy? Like, he's going to get weird. Don't bother me. Like weirder than this podcast. <laughs> like monkey, like monkey stealing vaccine, like, uh, COVID, you know, fucking disease. And weird. murder hornets. And murder hornets. Weird. What about you, Andy? Don't make plans. Don't make plans. Don't you do that anyways? You're always at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like one of those plans would I be mean, not like doing this podcast. Year, I worked about twenty nine hundred hours. You sure? You sure your message wouldn't be buy a microphone <laughs> <laughs> and, and some better internet that's, that's not AOL dial up. <laughs> I would sure as hell tell myself to buy more toilet paper uh, while I still could, because that was a rough month. (laughs) (laughs) Those napkins get a little rough on the anus. How is a napkin worse than water? It's better. How is a napkin not worse than water? Because it's closer to what I'm used to. You got poop hands. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, no, I don't. I would double. I would double them up. So they're like really like eight ply. I'm not using a single solitary napkin. I'm smarter than that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so 
like one little tiny napkin. I mean, you guys, you guys listening, you had to know we were going to talk about poop at some point. It wouldn't be a mind fudge episode without it. So, <laughs> I mean, I know Catherine's loving it. She's been missing it all year, right? Yeah, she 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 missed the button and poop jokes and dick jokes. All right, one last question. Uh, what is one thing you learned in 2020 that you'll carry with you into the future, George? Uh, like I said earlier, I've been teaching myself uh, French cuisine and how to cook French cuisine a little bit. So I will be definitely taking my culinary heights a little bit further into the future. And then also hopefully getting better at the guitar. Cool. What about you, Andy? Uh, I don't think I've learned anything. <laughs> you know, I don't think the government learned anything from this pandemic no, either. Let's be they, fair. I mean, at least... <laughs> At least businesses have. At least they're treating their people better. Uh, so that's something. Uh, I've learned never to not have back stock of paper towels and toilet paper uh, because I used to buy like weekly supplies or, or double two week supplies. Now I buy two month supplies, so I don't run out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like skimming uh, the newspaper for coupons or toilet paper now. <laughs> We're not living through that again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I don't think Amazon ever ran out of toilet paper. They did not, but the toilet paper on Amazon was like four or five times what it should have cost. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, how bad did you want that toilet well, paper? Well, the other thing, like I would have bought it if it was prime, but like the recycled toilet paper that Amazon had, it was like $45 for a 16 rolls. And there was no guaranteed delivery date. It could have been a month before I got it if I bought it. And by that time, the stores might have restocked. Because I did look at Amazon pretty much every day trying to see if I could find some. <laughs> Do you think there's like people in the corner just like with boxes of toilet paper? Like, yo, man, I got this I'm, toilet I'm paper. I'm sure there were. I, you know, <laughs> it may not be my proudest moment, but I, I definitely stole toilet paper from like a Whataburger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think I've done something like that since college. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> gotta keep those, All right, guys. Keep those heinies clean. That's what you got to do. Yeah. In 2021, clean asses for all. <laughs> Ladies. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to our 2020 recap episode. And uh, like I said, this will be going live on our four-year anniversary. So thanks for sticking with us for the four years if you've been here that long. If not, welcome to our fourth year. And hopefully we'll have more than like three or four episodes this year. <laughs> uh, Andy has a headset and I'm paying for this uh, new podcasting online service. So hopefully we can make this work regularly. Um, I'd love to do an episode every two weeks or so if we can make that work, guys. Andy? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Andy, we'll see what we can do, guys. He makes no promises. Yeah, but we'll try. We'll try. That's all I can say. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on all of our social medias, you can find me as at ComicalJC on Instagram and Twitter. For George, you can find him at? Uh, everything on social media at George Tripsis. And for Andy? Uh, at Princess Sophia SU on Twitter. That is all. Don't look for him anywhere else. Yeah, he'll look for you. <laughs> probably true. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. This has been a lot of fun, and we will see you next time, hopefully before too long. See you oh, later. Hopefully it doesn't get worse between then. Yeah, hopefully.